0: everybody. Welcome to Save Your Sorry. I'm your host, Katrina Rochelle, here with my fellow co-host and best friend, Jose Angel, where we talk about the rise and fall of your favorite, or rather, least favorite celebrities. So today, Jose is going to talk about a certain celeb or situation, and we are going to judge. How are you today, before we get started?
1: Doing great. Always great to be recording.
0: Are you sure? You sound You, you sound absolutely thrilled.
1: <laughs> always always great okay okay
0: well i'll let you go ahead and take over tell us who we're talking about today
1: today we're doing part three of our closer look at the queen of rap Nicki minaj as you know i'm a huge nikki fan pull up into sri lanka what and i've been <laughs> postponing this episode for a while now
0: <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: I think this is the main thing that has me side-eyeing Nikki. In episode one, we talked about her beefs or feuds, or that's whatever. Silly rap beefs, just give her more checks. In part two, we covered mainly her brother and the horrific sexual abuse he did to his stepdaughter. And how Nikki had chose to stand by him. And while we could understand why she chose to defend her brother, First, I think it's safe to say we both came around to the conclusion that Nikki was wrong on that one.
0: I feel like just ma- in the way that it was handled, yes, definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, when the evidence was sacked against her brother and right there available to her, she chose the wrong side. And we talked mm-hmm. in much greater detail about that in part two. Mm-hmm. Now for part three, we'll be talking about her now husband and father to her child, Kenneth Petty. While there are a lot of rumors okay. and mystery surrounding Kenneth Petty, there are are some things we do know and it doesn't bode well in his favor and by association nikki's favor because she chose to marry this man knowing his history just want to put a traitor warning i will be going into detail about a rape sometimes i wonder should i leave some information out is it too graphic to put in here and for the most part i report back on here everything i find and the reason for that being so many times with the celebrities that when the original story comes out it's more true and then you have the prt or fans, or it just gets passed along like telephone, that it becomes somewhat diluted. And as we can see in this story, it gets so diluted down that it's just to save face and it's like rewriting history on what happened and that's not fair to the victims.
0: I completely agree. Yes. Okay,
1: so the first time that I could find that the internet or the general public became aware to Kenneth kind of Petty was when Nikki Minaj posted on Instagram on November 23rd, 2018. Two photos of him, one really because one of them doesn't really even show his face and it's captioned you know the fucking vibes.
0: What Comments are, I?
1: are- <laughs> That's all it <that's> said. <laughs> Come. Comments are now disabled on there, but the first responses were wondering, who is he? And asking if they were dating. And the second post I saw that he was on was on December 9th, 2018. So about two weeks later. This one, they're looking more like a couple. She is kind of hugging him with her leg up, and he's holding her leg. And the second picture is just him. And this one is captioned, did you ever make it out of that town where nothing ever happens? It's no secret that both of us are running out of time, which are Saul Neuris' song, Hello by Adele.
0: It At would have been time, great if he said, you know the fucking vibes? Part two.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't so think they, so. Alluding
0: to, they had a history. They had a past in the second Yes.
1: Post. That is true. At this time, TMZ reports he is a registered sex offender. I don't know if they were the first to report it, They reported it a day after, and I mean, as soon as they got his name, they could look him up because he is in a database and has a criminal record. And people start putting on her Instagram post wondering if it's true, talking shit to Nikki, and one girl comments, quote, wait, y'all calling this man a rapist, but it happened in 1994, meaning he was 16 or 17, and the girl was 16 years old. Must have been a white girl.
0: We're not going to act like rape doesn't mean that it can't happen if people were minors or whatever like rape is a specific act
1: yeah nikki minaj responds by saying quote he was 15 she was 16 in a relationship but go off internet y'all can't run my life y'all can't even run your own life thank you boo and i want us to pause for a moment and analyze why nikki chose to respond to this comment and the way she chose to respond
0: yeah, analyze why she just chose to, uh, to take
1: that comment. Yeah, because I mean, you know, there's hundreds or thousands of comments on this picture, especially after that uh-huh. news broke that he was a sex offender. So, Avi, it was because she was on Nikki's side, defending her decision. Yeah, and I guess What's trying to down- Yeah, trying to do- downplay it, saying throwing those ages out there, like you said. It doesn't matter their age rape is rape i also think the must have been a white girl i think we all know the stories of black men being wrongfully accused i think nikki was smart when she chose that comment using biases in her favor which could help the point of he didn't do it or it was a misunderstanding
0: she purposely inserted herself into this so now that if there were any inaccuracies found, she set herself up for the okey doke on that one. And also, uh, uh, it's was very contradictory. I understand you wanting to defend your relationship at the same time tell people you don't give a fuck, but um, you can't respond to people talking about your man being a sexual uh, a sex offender uh, like fuck y'all. Yeah, I can't run my life, but also try to defend him being a sex offender, but still using the incorrect
1: story yeah and the whole he was 15 she was 16 in a relationship but go off okay so they're saying this man's a rapist and she's like but wait he was 15. it's like that's not what we're asking you
0: it's it's a way of also like kind of silencing the victim like if i was the victim i'll be like bruh it's kind of crazy everybody saying what happened but they don't really know what happened what they no. are calling me a liar, because he shouldn't be one. That's what they are insinuating, basically. Especially with the sixteen in a relationship.
1: Exactly. So Kenneth Petty was found guilty of attempted rape. I think attempted is another thing that puts those seeds of doubt in people's minds of maybe he's innocent or it's a misunderstanding. They were in a relationship. He was so young, and I. I couldn't find where she put the comments, I don't know if it's true, but I saw somewhere that it said that, that, you know, the parents pressed charges, not the girl, which is not accurate at all. But it's something that's said out there a lot. Okay. I don't know how that one little rumor got started. And for the most part, this was the story that people were hearing. It's one of that he was convicted on first degree attempted rape in April of 1995 when he was 16 and so was his victim. And that he is a sharp object when he tried to force a girl to have sex with him. That's what's being reported on these news sites. That's, you know, TMZ reported that. But if you're a big Nikki fan or a Barb, you aren't seeing or hearing all that. You're seeing what Nikki responded. You're just taking that and running with it.
0: As the true story.
1: Yeah. And we know you can someone if you're in a relationship, but... It's just another thing that comes up in the defense of Kenneth Petty, which in turn defends Nikki. And don't get me wrong, Nikki sure as hell lost some fans over her relationship with Kenneth, but not a lot. For myself, I could just avoid it. I could know there was something there, but without looking into it, it didn't really bother me. Yeah, I think that's
0: how most of her fans kind of treat it as they don't really, they're not fans of him. They're Nikki fans, so that's how they justify it. They're supporting Nikki. They don't really care about the relationship one way or another
1: yeah there's a degree of separation there Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day it's not something that he has done but something she has stood by and on march 4th 2020 kenneth was arrested for not registering as a sex offender in california
0: i do remember that in july of
1: 2019 he moved to california he was pulled over on november 15th 2019 where it was discovered he was not registered as a sex offender in california as he is required to do by law he was arrested mm-hmm. and after a twenty thousand dollar bond, he was released, but told he had to register. And he did not do so. So March 4th, 2020, he's arrested now on a federal charge. Now why I do you wonder think- why
0: he didn't?
1: Exactly. Is that what you were about to ask? <laughs> that, that's what I was about to ask you.
0: <laughs> like I why? really I mean, no offense, you're still gonna be a sexual predator. You're with Nikki, so it's public knowledge. Why don't you just get your shit together and fucking file the paperwork when you get to California? Why did you go through all this
1: rigmarole? Why would he go this 18-ish year's registering, and as he should, and then stop? Was it because Nikki Minaj didn't want her information out like that?
0: I didn't think about, well, no, but even still, that's what you signed up for. <laughs>
1: It, it is what she signed up for, but is it kind People of People like deserve
0: trying- to know when the sexual predator is in the neighborhood. Not just because you're dating them, Nikki. You still gotta be known.
1: <laughs> but is it like her trying to, you know, not want to put her information out there, trying to sweep it under the rug, oh, he's not going to type of thing? Mm-hmm.
0: But also, to be fair, to blame this on Nikki is kind of trash. Like, this nigga is a whole grown ass man. Why he can't handle his business? So I'm not even that's gonna say. That's true Let's too. Yeah, it also we could blame it on Nikki, but at the end of the day, this was um what's his name Kenneth's fault. Like, that's true. They honestly they could have came up with a different scenario. And if Nikki got money on top of money, use somebody else's address, buy a cheap apartment nobody cares about. I don't know. But I, yourself... I I
1: think that's like against law too though. But I get what you're saying.
0: Ah. Oh damn, you're right. Look at me trying to tell her how to like, still get arrested, still get arrested. yeah. The point is is that there that you either just do it or you do it.
1: <laughs> Yeah, so March 9, 2020, he finally registers as a sex offender. August 13, 2021, Jennifer, the woman who was raped by Kenneth, sues Nicki Minaj, and Kenneth for harassment. And sues Kenneth for the 1995 rape. Jennifer claims when she first found out about the relationship, she found out the same way everyone else did. Online. And she was afraid. Mm -hmm. Afraid she would be found out that Kenneth did that to her. She felt like she was reliving it again because Nikki was on their line saying they were in a relationship when they weren't. Saying that he was younger when they were both 16. And just why mm-hmm. I Jennifer is black. She says Nikki's lies also were another sting to it because she has 150 million followers on Instagram. So all these people are going to believe in it. And because it was another sting because... Nikki's a woman, so she thought, you know, woman to woman, Nikki would understand more.
0: You always think that, but when they're dating them, there ain't no thinking behind
1: it. Uh, Yeah, you would think, though, the whole thing of having that label of sexual offender would stop a normal person from dating someone. Nah, not Nikki.
0: She was like, I can overcome this label. Uh, And because of her fan base, she kind of did.
1: She kind of did, and... I feel like it's kind of because the lies are out there. Which we're the lies,
0: to. a mix of the truth. People have enough doubt where they can, uh, in their eyes and in their mind, comfortably still be supportive to her without acknowledging uh, maybe some of the carelessness on her side is what I'll say. The carelessness when it comes to her minding her words with the fan base that she has and knowing not all the information that and 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 her not knowing all the information she thinks she knows. Jennifer says... Girl, march of- he could care from your, your thing, but you ain't got no court docs.
1: But she does. Nikki? No, Jennifer has court docs. I mean, it's well. No, there. I was talking
0: about Nikki. She's the one who's talking. She's the one who's spreading the story is what I'm saying. It's like she's saying what she's thinking based off defending her man and what she's probably heard from him but she's not saying exactly what happened via court and trial papers because she, she wouldn't want to get into that.
1: I, I kind of think Nikki knows.
0: Oh, yeah, that could be so true.
1: She just Jennifer distracted. says in March of 2020, the communication between Nikki and her started. So probably right after his arrest for failure to register. Okay. At first, she gets a call from a mutual friend of Kenneth and her brother. So the guy knows Kenneth and Jennifer. Saying he could connect Jennifer to Nikki and Kenny, and to make it all go away. Jennifer is thinking make it go away, meaning you don't talk about us, we don't talk about you, type of situation. She then gets a call from Nikki saying she heard Jennifer is willing to help them with their situation. Jennifer claimed Nikki offered to fly her and her family out to L.A. and have Jennifer recant her 1995 testimony in writing. Uh Mm-hmm. She told Nikki she was not going to recant it, and she was telling the truth. She said from here, Nikki and Kenneth both kept reaching out and asking if she would recant her testimony. She said after declining them, their associates or lawyers started reaching out and then threatening her, pretty much saying, well, if you're not going to take this money, it's starting to be used, you know, to put a hit on your head. Uh They even started reaching out. To family members of hers, some she wasn't even in contact with. She says the last contact between them was when an associate put $20,000 on her lap and she declined it. So, August 19, 2021, Kenneth sues the state of New York to get his name off the sex offender registry. He is registered as a level 2 sex offender and never got his chance to challenge that because in October 2004, when a notice for the hearing was sent out, It was sent to the wrong address because Kenneth Petty was in prison for something we'll get into later. Someone did sign for Kenneth Petty on the the letter and also answered that he would not be attending the hearing. But Kenneth says that is forgery. So I I don't really know what's going on there. Like, I don't know who would sign or if he asked someone to sign for him.
0: Well, how how do we know? It was sent to the wrong address, but then now somebody signed for it?
1: It was sent to his home address, but he was in prison. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what he's and explaining. somebody
0: signed for it. At the, well, I don't know. Goddamn, some of this could be easily proven, but we just can't yeah. prove it because it, it it should be able to be proven if something was signed, testifying or stating that you wouldn't go go to a hearing at the same date and time you were in jail, as well. Somebody could uh, say if that was sent, those documents were sent to you in jail and you signed them in jail. That's what I, I don't feel.
1: Or is it possible he could have just told someone on the outside, Hey, sign this for me. Like, I'm in jail. I don't know. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) So, September 23rd, 2021, an interview on the talk show, The Real, airs, and Jennifer's on there along with her attorney telling her side. She also has a video on YouTube that she posted November 27, 2020, detailing the attack. I feel like the YouTube video goes into more detail, but I wouldn't say her I wouldn't say her story changed. Because okay. that's what just...
0: I'd be hearing sometimes. People be like, Her story changed, it's different. I don't really know the original, the amended or anything, but that's what I'd be hearing.
1: Yeah, I it's that too. fits. That they say her story changed. And I feel like on the YouTube video she might have added more context to something, but it didn't change anything. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. People might be thinking as, uh, oh, she's adding things. She's adding things. But sometimes when you don't like get to speak out, sometimes you forget certain things or you feel like you should mention certain things to give people the background or the context of a certain situation or why you guys would have been right here or the date and time or why that matters or why this and that. And people take that as it maybe you just over-talking yourself, trying to paint a story. And I can honestly see it both ways, you trying to give context, or you sometimes are just talking too much to give yourself um, an out. But the girl, if she's not a media-trained specialist. I mean, she's not yeah. going to have this down pack down, like she wasn't on a press run. And? I think what, she did two interviews.
1: She did one YouTube video that I saw that is just it's not even showing her. It's like showing something and she's just talking. And that's the where she just details and then she was on the reel. And I just I feel like she's credible. I don't you know, if there's information missing that she said in the first video compared to the one on the reel, it could be editing, it could be she you know, she didn't say it for whatever reason, but the stories do not contradict themselves.
0: Okay, we'll see. One That's just, what's important.
1: Yeah. So her story stays pretty consistent, and so trigger warning, here's where we're going to go into detail. She says she's coming forward now because she's tired of being afraid, and now having to relive it is a new type of fear. The attack happened on September 16, 1994, when they were both 16. While at a bus stop going to school, she says she sees Kenny across the street. And he asks, where is she going? And she says to school and she asks him, where's he going? And he says to school as well. She says the conversation pretty much ends there. And while she's looking for the bus, she feels him grab a hold of her jacket. She says she feels something in her back. And at the time she thought it was a gun, but she didn't really know. She just felt something pressed up against her jacket. Mm -hmm. He leads her to a house and she is pleading, let me go. And when they get to the house, she starts crying because now she's inside and she feels more trapped. She's asking what he wants. And if, you know, if he just wants to chill, she will just, you know, she's just pleading. But he tells her she knows what he wants. She says they go to a bed and he pushed her down. Jennifer tries to hold onto her pants as tight as she can. And she says it didn't really dawn on her to fight him, just to try and keep her pants on. Jennifer says Kenneth would try and push her arms down and squeeze the sides of her stomach, and she would let go of her pants, and he would try to take them off, and then she would reach for her pants again, and it became sort of a tug of war. After a while of this, she gets tired and complies giving up holding her pants. She said he then raped her, and when he was finished, he got up and started beating his chest and saying, I'm the man, I'm the man. And, like, looking into the mirror. Jennifer starts pleading for him to let her go, and she wouldn't tell anybody. And Jennifer said he wasn't really paying attention to her. He was just into himself looking into the mirror. She says he likes a cigarette, and she notices a roll of toilet paper nearby, so she tries to light that on fire. But it went out. She says she tries to pour contact solution in his face, but it didn't really faze him. She said there's like a bleach bottle jug nearby, and she grabs it and hits him. And when he ducks, she takes off running, and she keeps running until she's in front of her school. The security guard of the high school sees her and asks where she's been, what's happening, why she's late. And she tells him, and he calls the cops. The cops take her to the house, and they arrest Kenneth and take her to the hospital. That's scary in its own thing, like having to go back to the house. I, I did it like to show them where it happened, but she's just been raped. Yeah, I mean,
0: it sounds like it all lines up. Yeah. The didn't even leave the goddamn fucking house.
1: now and... Stupid. At, at the time, she said she didn't know, like, whose house it was, but it did end up being his, his own house. His family home.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem very contrived, like a, cli- uh, um, 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 uh, a set-up situation.
1: No, not like, at it all. It seems
0: very... Um, like this is exactly how it happened, and she handled it the best way she could, and it was like this. Especially seeing as she got help as soon as she came in contact with somebody, and they were able to find the perpetrator as soon as she took him back to the scene of the goddamn crime. She yeah. obviously it, most of what she she needed to most of what needed to be proven was proven. Uh, apparently, it just didn't all stick. What? Because you said he was only charged with attempted rape
1: yeah we're about to get into that okay immediately his family starts saying they were in a relationship like they came to her house Mm -hmm. she was living with a family but told them that they were in a relationship it's a misunderstanding and jennifer says they never were they never even talked on the phone or hung out she just knows from around the neighborhood she says her family soon started receiving threats like she needs to take back her story and she says the woman who raised her was an older woman I don't know if it was a family member, because she was living in foster care. Mm-hmm. And to stop to stop everything they said, it would be best if she recanted her story. They didn't want any trouble at the house. And Jennifer said in a video she was being molested at home. And the blame was always put oh, on her. Shit. So it was kind of like, shut up and don't talk about this.
0: So the foster f- family, she's getting molested there?
1: Yeah, she said she was... She said... At her home, she was being molested, and it was always, "Where? Like, Why did you have your hair down, or something like that?" Like, those kind of comments. Oh my God, Jennifer so, just
0: was not protected.
1: No. So when she, when this happened to her, this rape happened to her, it was, "Where? Why are you trying to like bring trouble into this home?"
0: Uh-uh.
1: So the day of his trial, they take her to court, and she sees the district attorney, and the DA asks her, what's she doing there? Like, she was not supposed to be there. They did not need her for that day. And she tells the DA her family tried to force her to drop the charges, and they asked her if she wanted to, and she said no. She says in court later, she gets up, and she just, like, says, I want to, to drop the charges. Okay. Because she just wanted all to go away. Not because it didn't happen, mm-hmm. and the judge pretty much tells her, you know, take it up with the DA. And the DA tells her, you know, just go home, don't worry about it, we can handle it here without you. And at first, Kenneth denied the rape, and he was charged with first degree r- rape, and then pled down to attempted rape, and ser- served four years in prison. So oh, it just so seems like they got like,
0: him what what they could guarantee.
1: Yeah, serving
0: just, some time for.
1: Yeah, it seems like it was a plea deal.
0: Yeah, those types of deals do happen.
1: I, yeah, I feel like they happen all the time. And, I mean, four and years I is think still what a good time. Of,
0: mm, not for actual rape, no. Absolutely not. Possibly not.
1: But when absolutely you're risking... Not.
0: I think what happened is is that, unfortunately, and, and this is not, any, not to victim blame, because when you're a young person in the system, they don't fucking try to navigate you or protect you or and she wasn't protected at home so the courts are in and home are just ultimately screwing her over but um i think her case was weakened by her wanting to drop the charges so publicly therefore when they got down to what could they nail him with uh, I'm guessing it didn't look too strong of a uh, conviction on rape by itself. So uh, the prosecutor obviously went with what they could obviously nail down, have him agree to, which I guess was attempted rape. That's but what yeah, I, I don't start. see it as like I, I see it as like they were dealing the the the, the lawyer and the prosecutor were dealing with each other to find a deal that suited them both. And that's what they came up to. A plea deal of attempted rape for four years instead of him being a convicted rapist for longer.
1: I agree. And that's why I said four years was good because compared to zero, you know, at least he got some years in prison. He's on the registry yes yeah. And I mean, the whole thing of the family saying they're in a relationship is going to make the case even weaker
0: yeah i'm it just it's just rapists in general obvious it just pisses me off because they do get some some high profile low profile just cases just get ignored um and justice isn't served so i always think that when when something like that has happened whether it was attempted or not i always feel like murder like we got to start attempted murder attempted right we, we got to start looking at it on that this, these are forever changing experiences experiences that result in a lot of physical and emotional and mental trauma that people don't recover from so we have to have the repercussions and consequences face that like show that reflected it. so it's not a kenneth petty thing it's a sexual predator abuser thing
1: yeah at the time if she felt justice was served she says she wasn't really thinking about that she was blaming herself. Was there something she did that caused this? And on top of that, she felt ashamed. And she said she had to leave her family, leave her home. And now fast forward to current day, she has to leave her family and leave her home again because Jennifer claims that she was unable to work due to severe depression, paranoia, constant moving, harassment, and threats. Mm -hmm. A lot of people who are defending Nikki slash Kenneth are saying it's a cash grab. And I don't think they're getting the scope of it all. You live through this horrible assault and then you see that he marries one of the biggest celebrities out there. Like, even if you don't like her, you can still admit she's one of the biggest celebrities. And now Mm -hmm. this this fucking creep or this creep's wife is calling you and asking you to recant what happened. I don't think that would be a cash grab, really.
0: I think there's ways that... She could have gone about it if this was really and truly a cash grab. It's just something that people say to victims as a way to, like, I don't know, root out if they're truly bad or not. I don't get it.
1: I think anytime time a victim <sighs> comes forward, it's always a cash grab. That's what they're going to say, no matter what.
0: I mean, ha- you just have to know. It's like everybody wants to say, well, there's people who have falsely reported and everything. But what you got to do is look at the numbers. Look at the time. Period. Uh, The time in between these things have happened. You look at the 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 situation and the motives behind it. It just doesn't match up for Jennifer's case. It just doesn't match up on her being like a attention seeker, cash grabber type of deal. There's ways she could have been so circumvent. I mean, she could have been so like she could have went about this so silently if she really just wanted money. As soon as she heard about the relationship, all she didn't do is hit up, oh, girl, like, yeah, I'm I'm the one, and um, I want this, this, and that. And Nikki would have blasted her if that was the case. Would have been blasted her with the receipts. But you see, Nikki ain't done that. Nikki will come with some receipts when she has them. But when she just starts saying things out of the air is when you got to start questioning it.
1: December 2021, Nikki, through her attorney, says Jennifer is lying. And she's not harassing her. Says there are plot holes in Jennifer's story. Like Jennifer claims she had to change her number because of harassment. But then she texted Nikki on August 31st, 2020. Saying US Marshals are asking questions. They showed up at my house. Mm. She said US Marshals visit her in the YouTube video. Because they heard she was being harassed to recap her story. It didn't seem like a big gotcha to me. But Nikki's lawyers are using it. To saying if she was so afraid of Nicki Minaj harassing her, she would not have texted her after changing her number. It, it's not denying anything. So it kind of like irks me. Well,
0: that doesn't mean anything. No. I think she was just asking, Do you have something to do with this, Nikki? And even, yeah, still, was, I mean, it wasn't like she was giving Nikki her, her address. Um, like, she's afraid of the power and the reach that Nikki has. So obviously, if she's experiencing these things, she thinks it's because it's Nikki, so she reached out to her. I think with, like, a a phishing text. That sounds like a phishing text, like, you want somebody to respond with, I didn't have anything to do with it, or I had something to do with it, or if you shut your mouth, it, they wouldn't be there. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it it doesn't prove that she wasn't being harassed. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't prove that she's lying about anything. Yeah, also,
0: it, I, I guess doubt is what they just want to put in your mind. Yeah.
1: Jennifer claims her brother was approached and told about settlement if she recanted her testimony. But Nikki's lawyers are saying they can't prove that offer was from Nikki. And it's just speculation. Mm-hmm. Jennifer says Nikki nor Kenneth have offered her money directly, it was always through a third party. And this is because that's a, how you
0: circumvent the law, baby.
1: Yeah, it's smart on their side. It pisses me off, but, you know, they are not denying that they were in contact with that Jennifer. They are just trying to poke holes in the story when there are really no holes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, I mean, if someone came, someone's coming to her and saying, hey, do this. If you do this, we'll pay you money. It's obviously coming from Nikki or Kenneth if it's going to benefit them. Like, who else would be doing that?
0: That's yeah, but to the say these motherfuckers ain't got no vested interest, ain't got no money to fucking give.
1: Yeah, it's plausible deniability where they can say
0: nice. exactly. I mean, she, Nikki got money. She has smart lawyers. I mean, and, and Nikki's not a, sm, a a dumb individual. They they made sure that a lot of this just doesn't lead to them. It's a lot of your word against mine, without the hardcore proof of money being exchanged. Or um, like a documented intimidation being witnessed, like it's a lot of your word against mine. So it's just if they didn't, if they don't have any hardcore evidence against uh, Nikki and or Kenneth, it's it's easy for this to unfortunately maybe go away sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, January first, two thousand twenty-two, <laughs> Jennifer drops a lawsuit against Nikki, but not Kenneth. And Nikki's attorney says Nikki had to. Sp- spend three hundred thousand in legal fees defending the case and according to tmz nikki is planning to sue for legal fees i would imagine this was an expensive lawsuit for jennifer if that is how much it's costing nikki and it barely got off the ground Uh it says on tmz a close source says there is no cash settlement which i also think is kind of a form of intimidation saying that you're going to go after her it's like Nikki has the money. He wasted to, my
0: time. Pay my money. I know I got money, but bitch, I want you to pay it.
1: Yeah, but Nikki has time to go through those lawsuits of sending paperwork and making your lawyer accept it and being charged for it. But Jennifer's just a regular person. Does she have that money? To yeah, do that's why I said those, it's,
0: it's, it's petty. She wants her to pay it because she wants her to know that, like, basically, um, you didn't win over me, and to show you. I want you to pay the court fees that I easily could pay, but you should. It's yeah. like a way of not, um, no pun intended son in her. Like trying to put her in a place, uh, make her feel less than, make her show that you came out on top.
1: That, yeah, I see that a hundred percent. I'm seeing, even if she doesn't have any intention of doing it, just having her lawyer put that statement out, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, the fans are going to be talking, like, now she has to pay Nikki because she's lying. Yeah, which so I don't Nikki, think Nikki the technically
0: case. won. Did you see that?
1: Yeah. It gets it, turned around into that. So, this is where we leave off with Jennifer. It disgusts me the lengths Nikki is willing to sacrifice for Kenneth. I'm all for loyalty, but if you have, if you hear sex offender, a normal person backs away. And really, a full-blown rapist. You have made a home what seems like a violent rapist. Mm. Nikki has risked her career for a rapist. And just to be fair, I will argue the other side. It happened so long ago, 1994. Do we leave room for change? If he wasn't trying to avoid being on the registry and denying it happened, maybe he changed. I don't know. but. Here it seems like, and he if they hasn't weren't learned. trying
0: to desperately change the narrative of how and why it happened,
1: yeah, it's they're trying to. This didn't happen. We're a relationship. I was younger. I was this, and it's not Kenneth who's saying this. We don't hear really Kenneth say this. We hear Nikki say this.
0: He ain't allowed to have a phone. That motherfucker can't get on the internet no more. That's he a thing actually in the just past. got his he can internet only do back. That on secret. Oh, oh, so it's been released now. I was gonna say this man ain't. He got to get on his secret, on, on all his secret accounts. He can't have nothing public. But now I guess he can. That's good for somebody.
1: <laughs> Nikki did know this guy when they were young. She knew Kenneth when they were young. She said they met when Nikki was 14. And she said that on her on Queen Radio, that little radio show she does. Yes. So Nikki was born in 1982 and Kenneth was born in 1978. Let's do the math. December 8, 1982, plus 14 years is 1996. Kenneth was in prison. So, maybe that math is wrong. She said 17 in songs, so maybe which would line up more with him being released at 21-ish. So, she's 17, they're 21, that's when they first- that's when they're dating, I guess. The timeline, when they first dated. Yeah. She said she was dating someone, and she received a phone call from Kenneth, and her boyfriend hears the voice, and she says, quote, And then boyfriend takes the phone, and was the iconic conversation of my life. This is what they said for five minutes. Straight on phone, y'all. What up? What up? What up? What up? And two days later, this crazy man went and saw a boyfriend and attacked him. Really? Oh, my uh,
0: hero. Yeah, oh, I, my fucking God. Two just came out of my body.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, true like uh, a true love story.
0: A very overly protective, overly aggressive
1: Kenneth man. wasn't the boyfriend. I know. But obviously, Nikki <laughs> liked it. But it's not overprotective It's you're dating this I want to date her I'm going to beat you up
0: First of all I'm being facetious Of course I know it's not overprotective
1: I'm saying that that's
0: what she wrapped her head around Obviously she made a love story out of this So damn um, Tough that It survived decades And uh, flourished in a baby In a marriage
1: Oh, she says quote i was on my last year of school when you saw me at the bus stop sweating me but then our lives just took completely different turns okay so kenneth that i know you to was a, a 20
0: year old sweating me on the bus stop like a fucking loser because you got out of fucking high school you shouldn't be looking at no fucking high school students
1: That's okay. I'm going
0: to spend a block for you in about 10, 15 years, and I'm going to make you have my baby.
1: And it seems like he has a pattern of picking up girls at the bus stop. That's That's where he...
0: Oh. Yeah. I didn't even think about that.
1: Ew. But to Nikki's defense, maybe she heard these stories growing up that they were in a relationship, Jennifer and Kenneth, and it wasn't his fault. Mm -hmm. I don't know... She's out here defending the, now two sexual predators, her brother and her husband. I feel like I can only give a pass to the brother defending. I can't give her two passes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is kind of crazy to have two, <laughs> two passes.
1: Yeah, like you.
0: Uh, I don't, it's, it's tough because, you know, you do want to say like people can reform themselves and change and be better people. But it's the whole that, you know, the deceiving part of uh, why you got the, the charge and the weird sneaky tactics. Where it's just like, well, we could just, you know, clean slate it. But then y'all make it y'all make y'all look so slimy that now people know there's more to the story and than get a liar. But I, f- I feel like this will pass. You know, uh, people are. St- have gotten over it unfortunately um and as long as he is not committing any more crimes i guess there's no more redemption arc that he needs to go through nikki is with him and she loves him and takes care of him and that's all that matters to them for now until something
1: else comes up in april 2002 kenneth and a group of men drive up to a man named lamont robinson i could not find a correct answer on tmz it says cops did not believe it was a robbery and possibly it could be gang related and an investigator on the case could only recall that the shooting was over some bullshit. but lamont robinson is shot three times in the stomach and kenneth and the other men flee lamont was able to survive for a little bit and identified kenneth as a shooter by nodding his head yes when he was shown a picture mm. lamont would later die due to his injuries Kenneth is charged with second degree murder, pleads it down to manslaughter, served seven years, is released in
0: 2013.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't know Lamont Robinson or what type of man he was, but imagine being his family and you see this rapist and murderer be Nicki Minaj's arm candy. I don't know if Kenneth works, he's rumored to have five kids, but that was never confirmed. And it really makes you wonder why Nicki chose this man. July since 2022, Kenneth is sentenced to one year home detention for failing to register and three years probation and a $55,000 fine. Prosecutors wanted 15 months in prison and five years probation, but the judge gave the lighter sentence, which I personally think he should have gotten a harsher sentence. This man is living in a mansion for a year and... Nikki's house is now in the registry. That's just what happens. Yeah, finally open opening this box of Kenneth Petty does leave a sour taste in my mouth. Like, how can Nikki stand by him? Why does she choose to stand by him? Any excuse she has said is just fucking stupid. Like, he's a rapist, and she says they're dating, and or he's 15, and it's just not an excuse. It's saying something that doesn't even matter, and it's a lie, and she's just trying to justify it. And... I'm even feeling stupid and shame for sticking with Nikki and she's the one who's sticking with Kenneth.
0: You still don't stick beside her? I don't,
1: I, I don't know. I need a break and mm. just, I, you know, I had this deniability of everything cause I never looked into it. And I just think people should look into it. People should see what kind of person she's chose to marry what person she chose to start a family with. Or person she's sticking next to all this time and lying for, and then I mean she says she went after. She's kind of going after Jennifer, not you know through her lawyers, writing stupid statements. She's going after her brother's victim and his wife by saying they're lying, and it's it's kind of sick. Like how how can you find yourself? always thinking oh the rapist this monster is the one who's in the right but that's all i have to say on that i mean you can say it's not her who's doing it she didn't rape anyone but he's getting the benefits because of her so by supporting her we're sort of supporting him oh yeah so bring on remy Minaj.
0: you're silly (laughs) now i know you lying
1: no, I just, I really feel like it's... You would never
0: I, stamp Remy Ma.
1: Well, not Remy Ma, because she's garbage, but...
0: You you did, you said bring on Remy
1: Ma. It, it, that was a joke.
0: <laughs> I took it serious. <laughs> but I get Rem, you. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, it after, yeah, she... I just can't really look at her the same way after learning about this. And I feel like that's why I was holding off covering this part three because I knew there was possibly something there. And I i guess I just like to let myself be blindfolded, willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. But we do like to end every episode on a positive note with some form of media we want to recommend. Do you want to go first?
0: Sure. I don't care. First, before we get into a piece of media I recommend, let's take a small slight turn into the news section i'm calling samples of shame now i was at work today you know just minding my business going through i don't know twitter and they were talking about this new dj khalid song with uh little baby and drake staying alive and i was like Huh? And then they said, a new twist on the BG's hit. I said, huh? And I clicked and I listened to this and it was just a snippet. Snippet? Snippet? Snippet, yes. And it was fucking terrible. It was honestly not not good at all. Um, I would not recommend it. Some samples just don't need to be made. I don't even think it was worth it and... Y'all ruined staying alive or what? Now, obviously, the BG's estate approved it because they knew it was gonna make some money. As far as media that I do recommend, um, uh, Alone is back on Netflix, so I've been watching that. Alone is like Survivor on steroids, where the it's like ten, I think, eight or ten survivalists get like dropped on uh, in a remote part of an island in different like a country, usually in Canada. And they get to take ten things with them, and they have to survive for however many days. And if they're the last one standing, they get like five hundred thousand dollars. And I don't know. I've probably, i definitely, I think I've talked about this already, but it's just so entertaining to me uh, to d- watch people do things that I would never, ever, ever, ever do. Don't have I the heard courage.
1: It's, it's on my list.
0: It's it's so good, and there are so many like. The thing is, is that the way that they shoot it, you just honestly don't know who's going to win, who's going to tap out. So you get your favorites like people. You're like, oh, yeah, I want this one to win. I want third to win. And then something out of the blue just fucking happens. Like somebody broke an ankle. Uh, Somebody chopped themselves with an axe. Like the most craziest shit happens and it just takes them out the game. But these people just know how to survive. They know how to get their food, their fish, and create their shelter. And it's kind of just amazing to watch. So that's mine. (laughs) And I think Alone is both on Hulu and Netflix. If you want to watch past seasons, it's definitely worth it. And it's definitely very entertaining.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: So, Seth, so, what 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 media is on your mind?
1: Um, I guess mine for this week is just going to be a show. My media for this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what, what? I watched recently. Show. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um. I guess my media for this week will be Shit Street. I really love Shit Street. I feel like it's. Mm. At first, I was not that fond of it. It was about you know this family who loses all their money, has to move to Shit Street. Gets lives in a hotel. Hygiene's they get into, but it really grew on me, and I was really surprised because I wasn't fond of it the first. So I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this. I've seen it a lot mm. of times now. I just got rid of Netflix, but that was like one of the only shows I would watch on Netflix, like over and over and over again. And it's just those shows that you can watch over and over and over again until it's funny.
0: Yeah. Okay. You have and to-
1: a lot of the <laughs> gifts that people use are from Shitstreak. You said a lot of the gifts that what people use. I see so many Shit's Creek ones. Oh, yes,
0: yes. I can tell because old girl is either being used, I, and I know her name, and I actually do really love her so much. I can't remember her name, but she's either used as a gift from uh, Shit's Creek or Home Alone. That's uh, her only two.
1: Beetlejuice?
0: I really, what would you say is like one, a gift that she has from Beetlejuice?
1: No, no, I don't even know the Home Alone one.
0: Exactly, exactly. Oh, when she's like, you know, with her fucking face zoomed in in the camera, and she screams because she forgot Kevin.
1: No, I um,
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, anyway, I think I watched. Don't tell about what one. I know. <laughs> I watched about two episodes of Shit's Creek, and it was it had its moments, but what happens is, like, for some reason, I'll look for a reason to like stop watching it or I something takes me out of it and I'd never finish it because I was going to delve into it because you're not the only person who says that Schitt's Creek is really good and I want to get into it it has people who I really like but it just hasn't grabbed me like for instance Squid Game Squid Game had like what eight, eight, nine episodes, right? And when before it even like really got popular, popular, it came on Netflix and I clicked on it. I watched about like 10 minutes, him and his like his his gambling and the the daughter dinner. And for some reason I was just like, I'll try this another day. Psych and I and I I didn't turn I didn't watch it for like four weeks and everybody was talking about Squid Game being so great. I turned it back on like five weeks later, first episode. And I was like, if I just would have waited till his fucking ass would have went to the Squid Games, I would have binged the whole thing. And I feel like Shits Creek is gonna be like that. Like if I get back into it, I'll just kill the whole show. But I just didn't do it.
1: <laughs> I, I yeah, I think that it, that's how Shits Creek is. I has to grab you. And I feel like it does start off a little slow. Like they don't find their footing yet. Um
0: is it, like, you think after one season, or
1: you think in the middle of the first season? I, maybe in the middle of the first season, it starts, but after season one, it definitely gets a lot better.
0: And that's what I like to hear, because not every season one is, it, it took me a while to, like, The Office of season one. And even still, I can't watch all season one episodes. Really? I can only really watch about two or three.
1: some of them that are just so are like unbelievable.
0: They they sometimes, should be but then sometimes they make me cringe so hard by the like terribleness slash accuracy so oh. i can't watch all of them i like i watch the main ones like a uh, diversity day and fucking basketball and um new girl those are the three i watch in season one
1: you know i haven't seen squid game yet and i really want to but usually when i watch tv i'm breeding so we can't read subtitles in the book.
0: Yes, and Squid Game dubbed is fucking terrible. It's not. Yeah, terrible, I don't like dubbed. But it's like you. It's so much more like enjoyable and entertaining when you hear them speak their actual language and just read. Like hearing them try to turn it into English, it's just like, oh no, I don't like this at all.
1: I think yeah, it loses something. So, yeah.
0: I think you can I think you could still check out of half of Squid Game and get into it by the end of the first episode and then you wouldn't read anymore. Cause after the first episode, you're not bored at
1: all. At least See, to me. That's what has to happen. Like usually it has to make me put my book or my phone down. Yeah. It has to grab me. I liked it. I've been really trying and to get into it's a show with Andrew Garfield on Hulu. I forget what it's called, but I heard it's good, and I've seen the first episode three times, but every time I fall asleep. It says
0: Andrew Garfield Garf, Garfield song, show. Uh
1: huh. On Hulu. He's not it, one of
0: my my people. It he's must not be, one a, of my people it must either. Be a, a good uh, a good show to draw you in because <laughs> how many people be like, yeah, the Andrew Garfield show?
1: Under I didn't the even Banner watch of his Heaven, Spider Man. Under the banner of heaven.
0: Under the banner is this some supernatural angel show?
1: I don't I'm checked out. I don't think so. I think it's like a religious show, like something to do with the LDS church and all that, but it's not and it's like a murder show, but I don't think it's supernatural. But like I said, I've fallen asleep three times, so I don't know. It could be.
0: Damn, don't know.
1: Side note, speaking of supernatural motherfuckers, they kill they killed the lesbians already.
0: They, they they kept talking about the fucking show First Kill. They was talking about, hey, the streaming numbers are out of control. It's definitely getting renewed. I, I hopped on Twitter once again. It was like, it was <laughs> hashtag First Kill. I was like, Whoop, what type of news? It was like canceled. I was like, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear about First Kill until it was canceled.
0: That was so terrible. It was like, Oh, well, people weren't completing what they was trying to find is the I feel like whenever they cancel a show with no reason, they try to find minuscule reasons why they canceled it. So even though it had like these high streaming numbers that left it in the top 10 and like people were watching it, they were saying, well, you know, um, the audience, no, the critics rating was not that high. And there were a problem with the hours of streaming. Uh, connected to the completion of episodes and i was just like just say you didn't want to give them a chance nor a budget for a second season just be real because they showed enough that's why everybody was ripping it i mean y'all could have had better writing it wasn't the best but it wasn't the worst but mainly people's biggest gripe was like your special effects and your cgi are just not to the caliber of where other shows you do are at least at but you know it it, that's just a small blip i just noticed but it was just like damn i'm already suffering from killing eve and now first kill no gays on the screen i mean no lesbians there's plenty of gays
1: (laughs) interesting interesting Well, that's our episode, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.